0: Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Me podcast. A podcast that will inspire you to live an abundantly beautiful life. A life as originally intended by God. In this podcast, I'll be sharing some of the cycles of abuse and narcissistic tendencies so that you'll become more aware of its subtle signs, in order not to become her victim. My guest on this show will share some of their personal life stories that's helped them turn their broken situation into a purposeful life. My name is Noble IJ, and I'm your host on this show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Beautifully Broken Me podcast. I really want you guys to join me make welcome. Coolette! Yay! I am incredibly excited to have Colette. Some people call her Ngozi and I really want to introduce her a little bit and then I'll bring her on. I am incredibly excited. Oh my God, guys, Kulets is a professional. She is an entrepreneur. She is self-employed. She has held several seminars, Zoom conferences, WhatsApp group, and trainings on how people can become independent, how people can become entrepreneurs in order to be self-employed. Kulet is the CEO of Inori Global Company, where she distributes, coaches, and, you know, she coaches small businesses on how to maximize profit in their products. I am incredibly excited to have Kulet. Kulet is married and she is blessed with Boy, um, I am I am so excited to have you, Kolette. Um, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on and welcome, welcome, welcome to the beautifully broken me podcast.
0: Thank you. Having
1: introduced you, Colette. can you please tell us more about yourself? <laughs> All
2: right, thank you, Noble IJ. I'm so excited, I'm so happy to be on your podcast. I've really waited for this opportunity to speak on your podcast. Thank you so much for giving me this privilege. My name is Ngozi Kahanele Oswagu, and I'm popularly called Kulex. Yes! I am... Yeah! <laughs> I'm I'm the CEO of Inori Global Company, Nigeria Limited, and we are into the sales and distributions of industrial chemicals. We sell in retail and in wholesale. We are based in cross river state calabar nigeria and i am a multifaceted person i have again passion in working with my hands i i can make a lot of things i can make clothing i can make hair Hmm. i can make soap, bleach i have i've caught so many programs skill acquisition program on zoom whatsapp even physical i give people training or one-on-one training i am so passionate about helping women to uh, to understand the kind of skills that they have hmm. and also to make to push them into the market so that they'll become financially independent
1: wow <laughs> thank you so much oh my god like guys Kulet is multifaceted like it is incredibly gifted like i have never seen anybody who is multifaceted like Kulet. i just really want to thank you Kulet, for coming on yay you know i'm okay. <laughs> so i'm excited about this conversation that we want to have when waiting seems too long you know when waiting seems too long you know a lot of people you know for me myself like i, I can be patient in the period of waiting right i can There's a point where I can can just be patient and I'll wait. But when waiting seems too long, everybody becomes impatient. Nobody wants to be in that place. Yes, everybody can wait. But what happens when waiting seems too long? And you have experienced a season of waiting, especially when you were, you know, trusting God for the fruit of the womb. You know, when you were in that season of your expectancy, when you were an expectant mother. And I know you... I've, you know, I've read a little bit about your story, you know, um, you've been in that waiting period when, you know, waiting became so long. I just want you to, you know, walk us through that process of waiting when you were there and you were just like, when is this stage going to be over? When is this season going to be over? Can you just walk us through that, you know, that scenario?
2: Yeah, thank you, Noble IJ. I got married in 2010, precisely October 2010. And since since my marriage, I've not achieved a viable pregnancy. Each time I become pregnant, the pregnancy goes off as a result of miscarriages. And at a point, I became tired of waiting because. Whenever I get pregnant, I get scared. Oh, who knows if this pregnancy will still go the the same way the other one has gone. And I prayed, I cried, I did a lot of, you know, I felt so bad and all that. But man, I need to tell myself the truth. I just need to, 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 to move ahead. I told myself, if there's something I could do to make myself... Gave birth to a a a viable child i would have done it but since it is not possible for me to do it i don't need to continue living in self-denial and self-pity mm-hmm. always crying always always waiting for people to come and tell me oh sorry oh i i don't know you those i don't want people to i don't want to be filled filled with self-pity mm-hmm. and stop devil likes it when you cry when you have, when you're feeling self-pity, when you're feeling inferior, it mm-hmm. happened to me most times when I go to the hospital I don't like going to the hospitals on Wednesday because it's like those days are for maternity, people that are pregnant and all that mm-hmm. I'll be looking at these people, I'll say how come these people have became pregnant is there anything that they did i cannot do Mm -hmm. let them just give me an idea so that i will do it and i'll be like them Mm -hmm. there was even a time i went to see my guy named i was in the hospital there crying she had six children and she's pregnant again and then she's telling the doctor that she does not want this pregnancy the doctor said you not come on time that this pregnancy has grown there's no how we can remove this pregnancy I cried in that hospital. I said, God, this woman had six and she's coming in for the seventh one. And she's crying that she doesn't need it. Look at me, that is even looking for one. Mm. And each time I stay at home, I keep thinking of my situation. I keep getting self pity. Mm-hmm. I keep making, I keep living a, a, a depressed life. I don't okay. want to, I don't, I just. Had to just cut off with my old friends that would be asking me how are you, how is, what is happening. When I, I thought you were already pregnant, I thought you already had children. I thought you had. I don't just want that. So I told myself, keep staying at home will make my matter worst. I just had to go out there and I, I I started. I went to a skill acquisition training program where I learned how to sew. That was my first point of
1: call
2: so you learned, I learned, you learned how to make clothes yes okay. i had i learned how to make clothing so i had to be leaving the house i got myself busy from there any opportunity i have to learn anything and my where i got the most encouragement was when i went for a program and the they, they called us out for those that are waiting on god for the foot of the womb they called us out and then from there i had to meet women women that had problems that are even worse than the problem i was passing through wow i got i got encouraged by them i even told myself why would i be feeling so bad when someone that there's even someone that is evil that, that cannot even give birth not to even talk of miscarriage? Uh, miscarrying wow do you understand i just had to brace up i had to encourage myself i had to make myself happy i just told god that if this is not... If if you're not going to give me a child, fine. But I just need to live a happy life. My life does not revolve around having children. Hmm. There are some people that are healthy, but they don't want to have children. That is their own personal decision mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they took on their own. So why would I live as if having children is the only thing that God brought me to this life to come and do? So that was how I just moved up. I started... I became very busy. I occupied myself with a lot of uh. things. I don't allow myself to be alone where i'll be thinking is it that i'm reading or i'm thinking of plans of how to go about making this clothes or this you know i was just very busy so that was how i was able to come out of that situation and when the pregnancy came i didn't even know wow because my mind was not really on it i just said well if it comes fine if it does not come i move on so i kept i became happy and that was where i was able to gather a lot of skill mm. i can do a lot of things like i can produce i can't i can't even mention the things i can produce more than 20 things wow that was when i
1: gained all this knowledge like i can i just i just really want to hug you right now because you know um you, you you just kind of narrated the story, you know, you're, you're waiting season and it seems easy. Honestly, especially when you're trusting God for the fruit of the womb, you know, haven't been married. How long did you wait for?
2: I waited for 9 years. Wow. I got married in 2010 and I became pregnant in 2018. Wow. I had my first baby in 2019. Wow.
1: So, I waited for 9 years. So, doing that nine years period like what was that season like for you was it how what at what year did you pick yourself up and you know decide and be like you know what i want to it's enough is enough at this point
2: it was in after five years of waiting wow at the fifth um year of our marriage my husband became uncomfortable with the situation and he i was even thinking about him what if he wants to get another wife and all that that was he got impatient if he had not gotten impatient maybe i wouldn't have come out of my comfort zone maybe i wouldn't have even had a child you understand so he got impatient and all that you know during the first year we just had hopes alive and my husband is so encouraging i will give him the credit but at a point he became the lost out of his patience. wow okay And most times when you're so comfortable in a situation you will not be able to think out of the boss mm-hmm. box maybe if my husband was not became so on ease with the situation, I would have still been relaxed. I would have still still been there because I have somebody that is encouraging me and all that. But when I saw that the flag is now red. Wow. And my happiness should not be tied around maybe my husband alone and all that. I just need to just look get other other things to get myself occupied with other things because From the first year of of our marriage, we were just, you know, understanding ourselves and then encouraging ourselves. Even when the miscarriage, the first miscarriage came after one year of marriage, Mm -hmm. we still encouraged ourselves and said we were better off than people that were not really. That had never been pregnant before and all that, mm-hmm. but the thing is, continued occurring. I will continue spending money. It's just like a devourer. Wow. Like any money that comes in, this pregnancy stuff just takes it off. Go to different hospitals, spend a lot of money. You know, when you become so uncomfortable in your situation, you have to just think out of the bus Absolutely. and just you know tell yourself the truth and give yourself that inner peace there's an inner peace you will get when you have taken a decision on your own that mm-hmm. i need to be happy irrespective of pregnancy or no pregnancy mm. and when you're happy you find out that everything about your health your hormones your body will just come back to order but when you're anxious you're feeling unhappy there is this kind of your body might not really work the way it's Uh, meant to be working when you're okay so it was in my fifth year that i told myself i need to just give myself a break okay and think about myself
1: honestly i am incredibly incredibly you know grateful to god for you know just hearing you and just you know the, I'm just, I'm just thrilled by your story. Basically, you know, um, one of the things that was really exciting for me was the fact that you actually found strength and courage with, you know, from like-minded people. Especially when you, you know, when you shared that you you found yourself in this gathering, who who had, you know, the same situation. People who are in the same, you know, people who are in the in their time of waiting. People who are in their season of waiting. You found yourself in that place and then you were able to encourage each other you were able to uh, you know they were able to empathize with you you empathize with them you know you heard their story and then you, you you had courage at that point because you knew that oh my god my situation is not even as worse as this person's own and that was where you were able to find courage it's, you know um i just like it that you got yourself into a social group you know like more like you know a group of people women who are expecting just like you are you know and in the process of sharing their story you find out that wow that your situation is even much more better than some of the women there and that was where you found courage um i just really want to thank you for sharing that and um yes and i just want you to Tell us, you know, the place of God, like, you know, I know you must have prayed, you know, being an African-American that I am, you know, everything we do is prayers, <laughs> basically. So just walk us through that process in, in the place of God, in the place of, you know, your waiting.
2: Yeah, thank you so Thank you once again. I, It is about prayer. I prayed. I fasted i did dry fasting i felt fast, i i i fasted for three days without water and food wow and after that it seems like the doors are still shut like the doors are not opening soon you know in that situation when you have done everything you need to do in the midnight you wake up every midnight you pray You you cry you fast you do everything that you 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 need to do just to come out of your situation and it's not coming out it's depressing. But I knew I told myself I encouraged myself. There's no kind of encouragement that somebody will give you that will really sink into your mind as more than the one you gave to yourself. Absolutely, I told you that. There's a, a version in the Bible that says that waiting may come. Crying may come in the night, but joy comes in the morning, mm-hmm. something of that nature. Mm-hmm. That morning might, be, might, might seem very long. Mm-hmm. For instance, if maybe you're, you're, you're having a running stomach and you did not sleep all through the night, you'll tend to realize that the night is very long. Absolutely. You'll be waiting for, the, for morning to come, but it, seemed, it it's taking too long. Mm-hmm. That is how it is when you're waiting mm-hmm. and you're waiting on God, you're praying you know, but at the end of the day, the money will still come. whether if he likes it or not, it will still come, Mm. but you don't know when it's going to come. But the only thing I told myself is that I know that before I grow old and get to my stage of menopause, I am going to have a child. Hmm. That was what I told myself that before i get to the point whereby i will not be ovulating and menstruating again i will have a child so no matter how it was to still i don't mind the only the only thing i was i was thinking about is my husband what if he he becomes so impatient and and decides to maybe throw in the towel or 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 not Mm -hmm. but i told myself that so far as Sarah was not barren. Sarah had a child at old age. I will have a child that will call me mom. Absolutely. A child that will take you care of me children. when I'm old. Children. So that was where I encouraged mm-hmm. myself. And I knew that that was a challenge to God that made him answer me. Wow. So that was just how it all went. Wow. Right.
1: And, and and this is this is a very compelling story because, you know, I've seen, looking at your son, he's he's, he's just like ten, 10 men. Like, he is... <laughs> He he is a one-man squad in terms of, you know, his wisdom, you know, his very active you know he's intelligent he's handsome you know everything he's just an embodiment of you know wisdom knowledge you know everything put together in just him and i know that you know more and more children will come and i'm incredibly grateful to god for you i'm just going to ask you two more questions and then we'll be done so i want you to please you know you know Talk to somebody who is currently listening and who is going through their season of waiting. You know, um, possibly this particular woman has been tagged barren. Okay, you know, you know when people instead of calling you, calling somebody their name, they want to call them, oh, that woman has been, you know, that childless woman, mm-hmm. or you know, especially our African societal stigma. So I just really want you to please, you know, talk to somebody. Who is in that season of waiting? Maybe it could be in a situation where their family are considering getting a second wife. It could be a season where they just feel like, oh, hope is lost at this point. I don't really know what to do. I just really want you to walk, you know, just, you know, counsel them, talk to them. Um, Yeah. Thank you so
2: much, IJ. I want to really, I'm um, particularly Talking to those kind, of people that you just mentioned, those people that their, their 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 marriage is really at the edge of breaking up because they've not been able to, you know, have a child. Mm-hmm. I want, to, I just want to encourage you. I know most times it's always on the women. It could be that the the husband had an a health challenge but I will put it on the woman that the woman is not able to have a child Mm -hmm. whoever it is that is listening to me that is passing through this situation is I'm talking to you right now I just want you to have a firm heart Hmm. it is from the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks, that your action takes place Mm -hmm. when you when your mind is already you're you already you have that faith and that hope that you're going to have a child, <laughs> man. Nobody, you even if they're calling you that name, it's just going, it's just going to be waving behind you it's not going to really affect you because you know that god has not called you barren Mm. so you can never be barren Mm. i just want to tell you that you should just hold on to your faith Mm. when as far as god has not said it is over with you it can never be over with you You you'll have children and your children will not only be married children; they'll be great children children that will hear their names in this world i will say wow it was the child." Is this the son or the daughter of this mm-hmm. person? So don't give up on your hope. Just have a strong will and a, a, a strong faith in your heart that it will come to pass. Mm-hmm. So I just want to tell you don't lose hope in God. Mm-hmm. Look for something that will make you happy. Look for something that you will do if you going to do a voluntary job just to be keep yourself busy, mm-hmm. do it. In that voluntary job that you're doing, you're going to be learning even if you don't learn a skill, you're going to be learning how to manage an office, how to manage an organization mm-hmm. because you don't know where you're going to be finding yourself tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Go and do a voluntary job. Even if you don't have an idea of how to teach or order, go to a school, tell them I want to volunteer as a teacher. Leave your house, leave your comfort zone. Mm. You, you might need Somebody that is even going to give you an idea of what is what you're not really doing, whether you should do that will give you your breakthrough and all that. So just try and make yourself the bottom line is try and make yourself happy. When you're happy, everything is settled. Mm. When you're happy, the devil will not even understand because when you're when you're crying and you're angry, you're sad, you're depressed, that's when the devil will have the opportunity to be happy and you'll be saying he has won this victory but when you're happy when it does not seem like you anybody that even sees you might even think this woman i thought she had children she doesn't look like somebody that does not have and all that mm-hmm. when you make yourself happy you see that the blessing of god will just come freely so even if it does not come as you think just remove your mind when it will come you will
1: not know absolutely so that's what i just want wow. to wow. tell you wow. and one thing i picked from what you said is you know get busy get busy get busy you know if you're ex- if you're an expectant mother listening please just don't you know find something doing you know don't just sit and wait you know the bible say we should watch and pray you know i just really want thank you kooled for sharing that and then i just want to ask you this very last question what is what would be your last and final words to my podcast audience? Like, what would you want to tell anybody who's listening? You know, anybody who's an expectant mother. What would you want to share or tell them?
2: What I would like to tell you is try as much as you can to make yourself happy. Mm when you find that happiness it will radiate from the, it will radiate from the inside to the outside you will mm. be glowing mm. nobody will, uh, notice it. like some people when when they are passing through a, a, a particular situation in their life their mood will change mm. their dressing will change they won't even brush their teeth mm. <laughs> not to talk of making their hair but when you are happy you you make you you try and you know you come out beautifully well and -hmm. even because when you're not happy you try you you tend to transfer that aggression to people that you're working with maybe Mm -hmm. in your place of work your your employees and all that but when you're happy the bible said the joy of the lord is your strength Mm -hmm. you have a lot of strength to come come to overcome anything that is going to come your way because you're happy but when you're just down crying and all that how will you have strength you'll Mm. always be weak
1: absolutely so i just
2: want to tell my audience i just want to tell you listening try as much as you can to look for something that will make you happy Mm. if it is singing always see when the thought comes into your head just start singing Mm. if it makes you happy Mm -hmm. whatsoever that makes you happy just try and do it and you'll find out that when you come out of the situation, you will not know. Wow. But when you keep brooding, you keep dwelling on your past. You keep counting how many miscarriages you've had. You keep counting how painful ev- evacuation is. Mm-hmm. You will just keep living in denial, and you will you. That, that, when it will, years will be passing, and you will just be you know. Free, you will be filled with pain. Sorrow, and you will not live that life that God has called you mm-hmm. up to live. Everybody that God created, he has something for you. So, because it does not come, does not mean it will not come. It will definitely come.
1: Wow! Thank it's you, exciting. Thank you so much, so much for coming on. I am incredibly happy. I'm incredibly excited. Um, thank you so much. God bless you, Colette. <laughs> thank you. <All> right. <laughs> Bye for now.
0: I hope you've been blessed by this episode. Please be sure to subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we upload a new episode. Feel free to also tell a friend if this episode has greatly inspired you. You can visit us at thebeautifullybrokenme.com You can also send us an email at thebeautifullybrokenme at gmail.com We are also on social media at thebeautifullybrokenme.com Thank you for listening. Stay blessed. Be well.